welcome listeners back to Activists Weekly. So there is a person that will be visiting us, talking about their self, and um, answering some questions of mine, and I personally support them because they're um, part of the LGBT community, and in this podcast we include everyone, ghetto, LGBTQ, humans, um, anyway, (laughs) um, here they are. Hello. So, Gray, um, I have a few questions for you. Okay, let's get started. So, what helped you become a Pride activist? Well, so I'm not technically a Pride activist. I'm a kid, but I do help a lot of people at my school. Um, I kind of became a Pride activist. So, it kind of all started when I was four. So, when I was four, I decided to become trans female and for about six years I stuck with that and then I kind of realized I was non-binary and it took a lot of switching to find out I was non-binary but once I did I encouraged my friends and they encouraged their friends to find like their orientation and gender identity so it was very it was very like sudden but I got to help a lot of people and um I Thank, and thankfully, um, the our teacher um, was very supportive. So, yeah. Okay, next question. How did you find your sexuality or gender identity? Basically, what you are now. Um, so, like I said, I was a trans girl when I was four to um, for like six years. And then I kind of like... so. At first, I did some research into sexualities, and I found out like that I can have a gender identity <laughs> and sexuality. So I started researching my sexuality, and at first I thought I was pansexual. Then it kept kind of like switching a lot, and then I kind of settled on bisexual, except with like attraction to two or more genders. So that was for my sexuality. For my gender identity, um, I started to realize that I didn't feel fully like a girl. I started to research more into gender identity. So I started thinking I was a demigirl and then I thought I was gender fluid. And then I realized I was more like in the non-binary spectrum. And yeah, that's kind of how I found it out. Okay, that's inspirational. Um, um, so next question, what do you represent as like, everything two things more things because like i had a friend that thought there was only two genders girl and boy Mm, so you chose one and you stuck with it what do you mean by represent us well what i mean by that is um what do you usually choose to go with like do you like Girl, boy, non-binary. Oh, Besides so non-binary, like what I like, present as. Yeah, like. So for what me, what do you normally present? Almost, as? My, pretty much my whole life, I presented as female. So I, so when I found out I was non-binary, I wanted to try presenting as male. So now I kind of like, depending on how I feel, some days I'll look more feminine, some days I'll look more masculine. But inside, I'm just like still non-binary. It's just how I choose to present. Yeah. Okay then, next question. How do you live in the LGBTQ world? 
like um so thankfully when i was when i decided i was trans my family was very supportive and i also grew up around a lot of people part of the community like actually now that i think about it almost all my friends um that i connect with a lot more often are actually part of the community so it was so it was kind of like i had a lot of support and since i had that support i got to learn i think that was the answer to the question and i don't even remember it anymore okay um next question so how do you, do you face discrimination do you get harassed because of what you are or do people do some people not support it or understand or um so a lot of people so i've never been like harassed about being a gender about being non-binary like i've never had a karen come up to me and be like you're only a girl or a boy but like at school i did face some discrimination at this there was like this huge recess drama and like um this person in my class thought there was only two genders and then almost everyone else almost everyone else took like my side because i use they them pronouns just how you choose it's like how you internally feel and not how you not i can delete uh, what. it so yeah that was kind of i don't really face that much discrimination next question so do people ever use the wrong name or pronouns or I expect it's a yes. It's kind of um, hard when you've been using she, her for their entire life. Yeah. So, yeah. But, um, so, I've never really had a dead name, like, because um, my birth name is the name I still go by, Grayson, because it it's gender neutral, which is great. And, um, but a lot of people do still not use my pronouns. Most of the time, it's people that don't know. Like, um, I went... To, I went to a theme park once, and um, the people there kept using like he, him, because I have like pretty kind of boyish hair, and I wear more boy clothes because I got new clothes to that were more ma- that were in the boys section. But yeah, so most of the time it's just like people using he or she and not knowing. Now it's kind of more of he, but yeah. Okay, um, I would understand that. Some people still use mm-hmm. stuff. But, um, like, how do, you, how do you dress? What gender or style do you prefer? So, like I said earlier, um, I dress kind of in both ways. Sometimes I'll look more feminine in my clothes, and sometimes I'll look more masculine in my clothing. It really just depends on how I want to look that day. So, yeah. Pretty short and simple answer. Oh, okay. Um, do you ever feel a different sex or sexuality? Um, so, I, I've kind of, like, so, I don't, like, what do you mean by that? Like, have I ever felt, like, not non-binary or bisexual? Well, I, like, some people, when they truly find their gender identity... They sometimes feel like the old gender identity or sexuality comes back to them. So, like, they feel that they so might be coming. Be gender becoming dysphoria? That, gender yeah, kind of. Oh, so, yeah. Um, so, um, 
some time ago i don't know when and i'm not gonna specify but we had to watch like a puberty video you know it's very it was very cringy and disgusting but you know we had to listen to it and i don't know when this was and i'm not gonna specify when it was but um i felt so much gender dysphoria at the time because like at that still time i was non-binary but i still kind of want to i want to like take female hormones and like i want to be more feminine than masculine even though i still feel non-binary and the thing is they talked about like um boy puberty and the girl puberty and i kind of felt like i just felt really um dysphoric because i wasn't i would have to I wasn't going to be able to experience some things that, like, people who are biologically girls go through, like a period. I know it sounds bad, like, not many people, like, most girls would give up a period. But for me, it's something that I would personally want. Because, you know, it's like, it would make me more feminine. Yeah. Yeah. Make me feel, it would make me feel more euphoric. Okay, back to you. So... How different are you from others? I mean, I, I know we all have different lives. We're not all the same. Yeah. No one's normal. No one's perfect. But how different are you from other people when they experience well, what you're experiencing right now? How am I different? Well, I'm kind of different because um, it for me, um, it's kind of hard. So for me, I'm always, I've always been like everyone's different in their own way and like for me i'm kind of different because um because i'm like even though i am non-binary i don't some like i'm different because some non-binaries do this or that and some non-binaries do this or that i'm also in a way different because my parents are super supportive and some other people's parents may not be as supportive so I don't really know what to answer for that question, but that's all I got. So I know you pretty much already answered this question, but do your parents still support you or parents support you now more than ever? Or did, did they not support you in the beginning or not understand or do they still not understand? So um, my parents supported me in the beginning, like when I was transgender and then when I started learning about gender identities and I found out I was non-binary my parents have like a really hard time using they them because like for a while like for a really long time um they're used to they being plural and so but they've been pretty supportive they just haven't they still need they still need to practice and learn and it can be a little confusing for people so I understand that they may be a little confused okay that was a really good answer okay um, my last real question: uh, What are your interests and what's your what what like what's your passion? So right now, I mean, my passion is probably gonna change when I'm older and all. But like right now, so I actually have a podcast on VFT 101, and I'm really passionate about a series of unfortunate events. It's like the best show. So I started my podcast about that, and it's been pretty fun. I just made my intro, and I'm gonna make more soon. Um, But my other passion, like, what I want to be when I grow up is either an... I want to be, like, a neuroscientist because neuroscience sounds really cool. And I want to study, like, ADHD and anxiety and OCD. I want to study these things. So pretty much everything in the brain. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Yeah. 
Um, so that was um, interesting. And I know you may all be wondering, how does, how does describing their self, um, like, activist style, like, how she, how is, sorry, how is they, how are they, how are they, um, an activist from describing themselves? So, what I see as an activist is someone who fights for the people, um, of that community, or any people for that matter, um, and, uh, Describing herself in the LGBT their self themselves. It's okay. He's he needs the practice. He needs some practice, but yeah. Um, but how there's how how they're how yeah how how they're um surprisingly acting towards fixing the LGBTQ community in that um I think they're um pretty much just like just describing themselves um is basically like, telling us that she understands what's going they on they understand what's going on <laughs> how they are understand they understand what's going on in the community and they've done a lot of research and they've mm. like understand what people might be going through and if they don't want it out and um so yeah, I think she. I think they're an activist because, like, they. Let's see. They 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 were talking about it in another question. I can't remember which one, but they were talking about like, um, Is it what the- helped them become yeah. an activist and why they became an activist, um, for the LGBT community, and it was like, they. They just did it, and now they help people at my school, at our school, and it's just like they—they're helping the people of the community. And believe me, there's a lot at the school. Yeah. So, there is. so that was Grayson for um, LGBTQ pride activists and make sure to check out my podcast, the FD 101. I need to advertise because I only have two views. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so yeah, that was the first activist, not famous activist. I'm not famous there because, um, well, she's a kid. They're, They're a kid. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that was Grayson for Activist Weekly. Adios! Adios.